for 12-7-2023. This is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. Reading the news so you don't have to. And in no particular order, Ian Kramer, son of U.S. Senator Kevin Kramer, faces charges of manslaughter and fleeing an officer following a police chase that led to the death of a North Dakota Sheriff's deputy. Struggling with mental health issues, Ian took control of the family SUV and crashed through a hospital door, an incident that occurred after his mother had brought him there due to concerns for his well-being. Farley's East Coffee House in Oakland, California, received backlash for denying a Jewish woman access to a bathroom that was defaced with anti-Semitic graffiti. In response to the incident, the coffee house admitted to mishandling the situation, issued an apology to the customer, and took measures to remove the offensive graffiti. Lori Vallow Daybell, already serving a life sentence in Idaho for the murder of her two youngest children and another woman, has pleaded not guilty to additional charges in Arizona, where she is accused of conspiring to kill her estranged husband and her niece's ex-husband. Her then-boyfriend, Chad Daybell, also faces charges in the murders of her children and his late wife, to which he pleaded not guilty and is awaiting trial. California is confronting a significant $68 billion deficit driven by factors such as lower-than-expected tax revenues, high interest rates, inflation, and a downturn in the stock market. To address this record deficit, lawmakers are considering various strategies, including utilizing cash reserves, cutting school spending, implementing cost shifts and revenue solutions, and reducing ongoing expenditures. Despite these options, additional solutions will be necessary to fully tackle the shortfall. This marks the second consecutive year where tax collections in California have fallen short of covering expenses, posing challenging decisions for Governor Newsom and the state legislature. Former President Donald Trump is appealing a court decision that determined he is not immune from criminal prosecution for his attempts to overturn the 2020 election results. This case, which accuses Trump of conspiring to undermine the voters' will in an effort to maintain power, is the first of four criminal trials he is facing. Trump's legal team contends that his actions as president should exempt him from criminal charges, arguing that they were part of his presidential duties. However, the court ruled against this argument, stating that former presidents do not have immunity from prosecution. A Texas judge has allowed a woman carrying a fatally abnormal fetus to undergo an abortion, defying the state's stringest abortion ban. While Texas law permits abortions in cases where the pregnant woman's life is at risk, advocates argue that these exceptions are ambiguously defined, endangering women's health. This landmark ruling not only shields the woman and her doctor from potential legal repercussions, but also may prompt the state to provide clearer guidelines on the circumstances under which abortions are legally permissible under its laws. Democratic Representative Jamal Bowman of New York has been censured by the House for activating a fire alarm in a House office building. Although censure represents a substantial formal reprimand, it does not entail specific penalties. This action follows a series of efforts by Republicans initiated in June to censure other Democrats. Bowman has admitted guilt to a misdemeanor charge related to the fire alarm incident, with Republicans emphasizing that no one, regardless of their position, is exempt from the law. The judge presiding over the Boy Scouts of America's bankruptcy case has denied a $21 million fee request from lawyers representing survivors of child sexual abuse. This group, known as the Coalition of Greedy Mofos, or otherwise known Coalition of Abuse Scouts for Justice, consists of personal injury firms that sought compensation for their legal fees and expenses from both the Boy Scouts and the trust fund established for abuse survivors. 
Despite this denial, the law firms involved are anticipated to receive approximately 40% of any payments made to their clients from the established $2.4 billion trust fund. A human rights organization has raised alarms about the fate of up to 600 North Koreans, mostly women, who were deported by China in October and have since disappeared. They are feared to be facing severe human rights violations in North Korea, including imprisonment, torture, sexual violence, and execution. This mass repatriation of defectors, a notable event in recent years, exposes these individuals to extreme risks due to their classification as criminals and traitors under North Korean law. In an ironic turn of events, a nursing student at Dartmouth Hitchcock Medical Center, say that five times fast, experienced a sudden cardiac arrest during a practice session specifically focused on responding to such emergencies. Fortunately, her colleagues were paying attention and were able to provide immediate medical assistance. Cardiac arrest, which is distinct from a heart attack due to its nature of stopping the heart's function rather than blocking blood flow, accounts for almost 440,000 deaths annually in the U.S. The Biden administration is considering a bold move to lower drug prices and enhance competition in the pharmaceutical industry by seizing the patents of expensive medications. I didn't know they could do that. This strategy involves utilizing march-in rights, which allow the government to break patents on drugs developed using federal funds, particularly those not readily available to the public. While this approach aims to make critical medications more affordable, it raises concerns within the pharmaceutical sector about the potential impact on research and development, signaling significant implications for the industry's future landscape. The defense tech company Andrew, hope I pronounced that right, Industries, has introduced a groundbreaking AI-powered device called the Roadrunner, blending a drone, bomb, and boomerang's capabilities. That's right, I said boomerang with bomb and drone. Unveiled at the company's Costa Mesa headquarters, the Roadrunner is designed to engage airborne threats and self-destruct upon impact. It can also return to its launch point if it misses a target. Aimed at providing an economical solution for the U.S. military and allies to counter threats like drones and cruise missiles, the Roadrunner was developed in two years and it costs in the low six figures. It features twin turbojets, various payloads, and can be stored and launched from a container called the Nest. Andrew's founder, Palmer Lucky, or it's Lucky? It's L-U-C-K-E-Y. M-O-U-S-E. Mentioned plans to develop non-self-destructing models and enable the creation of custom payloads. And that, my dear friends, is the news you need to know for 12-7-2023. I hope your Friday is going to go well. I truly do.